Good morning, kind folks. It's time for the KVMR Morning News Update for Thursday, March 3rd. I'm Steve Baker. First, regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley today, increasing clouds and a high of 63. Tonight, slight chance of showers after 4 p.m., a low of 43, and a chance of showers mainly after 9 p.m. Friday, showers likely after 10 a.m., cloudy and a high of 51. Friday night, rain and snow showers likely, snow accumulation possibly around an inch. And Saturday, a chance of snow showers before 1 p.m., maybe a half an inch. Sacramento, today mostly cloudy and a high of 67. Tonight, a chance of showers and a low of 49. And Friday, in Sacramento, mostly cloudy, a high of 61 and a 50% chance of showers. Truckee Tahoe, today cloudy and 52. Tonight, a low of 23. Rain and snow likely after 4 a.m. Friday, snow likely between 7 a.m. and 1 p.m. And Placerville today, cloudy and a high of 62. And Angels Camp today, mostly cloudy, high near 65. Nevada County Public Health reports 13 new confirmed COVID-19 cases today. Out of 15,921 cases since the start of the pandemic, 74 are active. 10 people are hospitalized, one in ICU. First up is KVMR News Director Claudio Mendoza with a report on the public health Q&A yesterday. Nevada County Public Health Officer Dr. Sherilyn Cook made it clear that masking continues to be an effective way to protect oneself and others from the ongoing threat of COVID-19. Masks were not done away with simply because they don't work. They do work. And one of the things is that, as defined by the CDC, we still have high transmission in our community. It's definitely going the right direction. It's definitely coming down. But, you know, COVID is still around, and I think masks still have an important role to play, particularly in settings where individuals don't have a choice, per se, to not be there. We're not mandating them in schools, but, of course, at schools you have immune-compromised kids, you have kids that have health issues, asthma, et cetera, that put them at higher risk for COVID, and they don't have a choice to say, I'm not going to school. At that same meeting, Deputy Public Health Officer Dr. Glenna Trochet addressed the rumor that Nevada County has been misrepresenting the number of deaths caused by COVID-19. We have heard a lot that public health in Nevada County overstates the number of deaths from COVID-19. In fact, public health in Nevada County understates the number of deaths for COVID-19. In Nevada County, we take what the physician that signs the death certificate says. So if the physician that signs the death certificate says that somebody died from COVID-19 or that it was a significant factor that caused their death, we count that death. If the doctor doesn't mention that, even if the person had tested positive for COVID-19, we do not count that death. So we actually probably undercount deaths in Nevada County. That will be corrected eventually by the state because they will follow the definition of what COVID-19 deaths are. But because we don't want to overstate it, we only report deaths where the death certificate lists it as a cause of death or a significant contributing factor. Thanks, Claudio. Well, after two years of pandemic-related expanded operations to help more neighbors in need, Hospitality House's homeless shelter, Utah's Place, is under construction to create additional space to allow for greater social distancing and to continue to meet the needs of individuals in crisis. The expansion plan will increase the kitchen's food storage footprint, provide additional outdoor space, and add an ADA lift. Construction broke ground in mid-February. Intentions are to complete the project by June. 
And this from the Union newspaper. In recent weeks, residents near Nevada City's Pioneer Park have raised concerns regarding light pollution spilling over from the tennis courts and into their homes. City staff and Nevada City's council have reassured the public the new lighting at the park will concentrate on the tennis courts and not go into yards or homes. During public comments, some homeowners near Pioneer Park questioned why the lights could not be lowered to prevent them from illuminating park neighbors. And Gina Will has announced her candidacy for Nevada County Auditor-Controller, according to a news release. Will has over 25 years of accounting and financial management experience, according to the release, and has served as Assistant Auditor-Controller for Nevada County since July 2020. Nevada County's current Auditor-Controller, Marshall Salter, will be retiring at the end of the year and will not run for re-election, according to the release. Just four months after the Calder Fire burned nearly 222,000 acres of mountain woodlands near South Lake Tahoe, forest authorities have outlined the beginnings of a plan to restore the area's ecology and, it's hoped, its economy. Early restoration work will likely begin this month in three key areas of El Dorado County where most of the fire's damage occurred. The Gold Rush Town of Grizzly Flats, the Highway 50 corridor between Pollock Pines and South Lake Tahoe, and a high elevation area surrounding the headwaters of the South Fork of the American River and the Sierra at Tahoe Ski Resort. When you look back at where the fire went and the amount of impact, we're really in a historic loss of recreation resources, says Scott Rogers, district ranger with the El Dorado National Forest. So seeing how we can provide the most benefit to the community to stand El Dorado County back up on its feet is a priority for us. And that report was from a story in the San Francisco Chronicle. And now a couple of shorties. Mask mandates. Hundreds of Rockland Unified School District educators took leave on Monday to protest their district's defiance of state-imposed mask mandates. That's what the Sacramento Bee is reporting. And... Psychedelics. The New York Times visited the headquarters of Dr. Bronner's, the liquid soap company, near San Diego. The company has become a big financial backer of efforts to loosen government restrictions on illegal drugs. Birthdays today include Mad Max film producer-director George Miller at 77, singer Jennifer Warnes is 75, musician Robin Hitchcock turned 69, and rapper-actor Tone Loke is now 56. Now stay tuned for more of the Thursday Morning Show. Just what does that sly Buzz Barnett have up his sleeve this week?